and inform the next. The inspiration to succeed will often have its roots in childhood, whether as a result of being well-supported or as a positive response to growing up in a challenging environment. The strongest influence in my early years, and throughout my athletics career, was undoubtedly my father, whose strength of character and focus was a driving force that shaped much of my determination to develop a winner's mind. He lived by many of the leadership ideals that are described in this book. My Father, My Coach Behind every successful athlete, there is usually an exceptional and often anonymous coach. In my own case, my coach was not only exceptional, he was also my father. It was a unique and evolving relationship that took the rest of the sporting world, and the media in particular, a long time to understand. Coach, on the track. Dad, at home. Peter Coe was a remarkable and highly intelligent man. He trained originally as a mechanical engineer, and was serving in the Merchant Navy when his ship was sunk during the Second World War. He was among a handful of survivors. He was captured and was later to jump from a moving train en route to a prisoner of war camp. From occupied France, he walked, all night, every night, across all kinds of terrain, until he eventually reached Spain. There he was imprisoned before returning to England a year later. His wartime experiences had a profound impact on his attitude to life. His determination and focus were unshakable. He was a man who seemed to know no fear, which was not always advantageous, particularly on one occasion when punching a Sunday tabloid journalist. However, the punch was executed by someone with an abiding love of the noble art. He appreciated life and inspired respect amongst all who knew him. Part of his strength as an athletics coach was his engineer's instinct for understanding and honing performance and function. His approach to training was intelligent, incisive, and rigorously forensic. It was also revolutionary. He challenged the accepted training norms of the time and had an immense influence on the development of middle-distance athletics. An exceptional and largely self-trained coach, his example was, without doubt, an inspiration, not only to me, but to many others. The general convention when I started to train seriously was that long-distance training was important not only for long-distance events, but critical in order to achieve results over short distances, too. Coaches tended to be obsessed with mileage role models of the time, such as David Bedford, UK, Peter Snell, New Zealand, and Jim Ryan, USA. Although steady-state running over longer distances is an important part of the athlete's physiological jigsaw, it was not enough to break new ground over the middle distances of 800 metres and 1500 metres. From an early age, my coach used very much faster tempo training over shorter distances, building up resistance to the type of fatigue generated in race conditions. Nevertheless, because of the times I was achieving, the general expectation amongst other parents and coaches was that I must be running some 60, 70, 100 miles per week. I remember standing by the side of the athletics track on one occasion when one of the other fathers came up and said, You're killing him. My dad just looked at the guy coldly and said, Yes, yes, I'm killing him. Right the way to the top. 
Stay true to your own path, and don't allow yourself to be hindered by others' expectations or limitations. As a young boy, of course, that was not an entirely uncomfortable encounter to witness. But one of the lessons I learned, and that I have taken with me over the years, is that you have to learn to stand your ground. Courage and grit to do it your own way is a prerequisite. You also need people around you who are prepared to stand on that ground with you if you are going to achieve your long-term goals. Anything less means that you are hindered by other people's expectations, rather than being inspired by your own. A Flexible Approach Sports people at the top of their game tend, like entrepreneurs, to have something of a frontier mentality. They are bold and brave in what they do, and they are prepared.